0: Hello there, and welcome to Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, usually a Writer's Room podcast, but today a reaction and review podcast, because we just finished watching episode one and two of Ahsoka, so we're just going to talk about that for the next half an hour or so and tell everyone our thoughts and feelings. We're going to start with episode one. Mello, let's go into it.
1: Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, Yeah, so welcome. We're going to be doing this for the next seven weeks. Seven weeks, yeah. Yeah, Every Wednesday, so look forward to that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely look forward to it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: please. Um, Yeah, wow, Ahsoka. So...
0: So you have a lot more thoughts and feelings than I do. I haven't watched all of Rebels. I got halfway through season three years ago, then stopped and just gave up. Mm. Uh, I never really got back into it. It's yep. not really my kind of show. Not big on Clone Wars either. I did, however, very much enjoy these first two episodes. Yep. General thoughts and feelings, I think, is pretty positive
1: yep. overall. Nice. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty happy overall as well. It, it is an interesting perspective having uh, seen and loved most of Rebels, especially season three and four, um, when it gets a bit, bit more mature towards the back end. And then, you know, going into this, season knowing that Dave Filoni had basically described it as season five of, of Rebels or so I thought okay cool look you know you we, we left us on a massive cliffhanger years ago so it'll be yeah really interesting to pick it back up before
0: diving up. into I think plot specifics yeah. it's very interesting for just newcomers to this specific part of the Star Wars universe yeah what the fuck are you supposed to do with all that lack of context No, exactly and it's I very think, confusing yeah
1: and we'll, I'll get into you know how they're making up for that uh, yeah. a bit more in the first episodes I think I just want to touch on a bit more of like the thoughts and feelings going in it's been a roller coaster.
0: I was very negative because I did not enjoy Mandalorian season three, like Book of Boba Fett. I enjoyed, but I know it's bad. Uh, Kenobi again enjoyed. I know it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and it's one of those things. I was like, oh, I just can't get excited for Ahsoka. Um, especially hearing like all these different things leading up to it.
1: Yeah, it's it's tricky for me personally. The last live action piece of Star Wars content I enjoyed, uh, apart from Andor, you know, because Andor, uh, was season two of Mando. So it's yeah. been two years of really rocky content. Yeah. Um. But then, you know, the, the marketing for this, obviously the show was announced a long time ago.
0: Yeah, when they had that whole big slate, like MCU-style slate up on the screen yeah. at D3, D23. Oh. Even before that, I was guess. It, yeah. Was
1: it like, I want to say like 2019, like when they dropped the Rise of Skywalker trailer? No right? way it's that long ago. Like no Batman, way. That's yeah.
0: a fucking wild. Yeah.
1: Also announced at that time, Lando.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Like yeah. a movie?
1: Yeah. No, no, like the Lando show.
0: There's a show. Yeah.
1: The one that Donald Glover and his brother are going to do when they when they want to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I that'd be cool. Yeah. I forgot about that, but that's yeah. that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so look through all the marketing, everything I've seen, and all of the other Star Wars content, it's been a lot of ups and downs. You know, when first things came out, I was really excited. I really started to dip. I started to get worried after Mando Season Three. And then it's just the last few weeks yeah. in some of the marketing and seeing some of the because I actually watch trailers and see
0: I trailers. saw them pop up and I'm like, what's this trash? Oh, it's a <laughs> So I I quickly flip past it because yeah. I I just wanted to go in blind. I usually do that with a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: things were looking a bit they were a bit, looking a bit higher budget to me. It was looking like a, a bit less volume, a li- bit more real
0: sets. Yeah, so you know, yeah. It it is real sets. It is practical. Um. Okay. Let's let's start diving let's into let's some still, stuff. You know, Episode one. My general thoughts on this Master is... Master and
1: Apprentice.
0: Master and Apprentice, good title. Man, I don't think Dave Filoni is a good director. I think he's pretty bad. He, um, I think he's a very, very talented writer and really understands story and plot in a very, very good way, especially when it relates to Star Wars. But God damn, those, those scenes, they took so long. I'm, I was mad watching it.
1: Yeah, I was sitting there next to you and I'm, I'm there like just along for the ride. And I was like, you know, I'll take this thing as, the, as, the, uh, as, as it's like... It's parts and it's total by the end of it. it They're watching Bryce's I was vibrating very vocal experience. I was uh-huh. trying
0: to, to, to keep it in, but I'm like, oh my God, cut away for yeah, the fuck's yeah. sake. It's
1: ridiculous. Yeah. No, I look, I think that uh, that first episode really showed his, I guess, his inexperience as a live action director. I, I think, think he's so. a great animated director.
0: I mean, it seems um, that way. I've yeah. seen all the good episodes of Clone Wars because yeah. people have been trying to get me into that show for years Yeah. Now. And I mean, man, like Avatar The Last Airbender. He's directed episodes of that?
1: He, he was one of the key like well yeah yeah well, members well, of, of well, god damn, he so, can direct animation yeah <laughs> but
0: live action is another world apparently it is different
1: um yeah look i didn't mind like some of the slow burn stuff like slow burn stuff does get me as it does you know i think every audience member really yeah. not me um yeah <laughs> i'm a fast-paced no no, guy. no when i say get me i mean like you know gets to me if, yeah if, if it's a bit too slow oh gotcha and the allure of star wars i think is enough to sometimes hold me
0: um but
1: yeah look yeah not not it reminded me perfect. of scenes
0: in uh the batman the first time i watched it where you're watching and it's like it's the slow burn and stuff but it's like god damn no one moves this slowly like batman doesn't need to move this slowly no one does this it felt like a lot of yeah
1: directing fundamentals just like we'll stick with the character while like, they go yeah let's thing. just they go to that thing
0: we're gonna hold thing. we're not gonna cut we're not yeah. gonna cut and then some 80s sitting off to the side like can you fucking cut like yeah. no we're not using this we all know we're not using this and then Dave's like no i'm gonna use this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he made sure it got in yeah, yeah. and it sucked anyway yeah
1: um i really love the score in the first episode and second episode, talking and about some the of the specifics yeah
0: score is very good yeah. i thought it was very strong some of the themes for is it balin or malin the like balin yeah i think it's that yeah his theme was very cool mm-hmm. that came in oh, all the old themes from rebels coming through those yeah, the really motifs, yeah. the really beautiful motifs when hair is on screen i thought those were very very good yeah um yeah i think ahsoka's got her own theme in this it was yes yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it's like it's like it's the one it's like Dude, season seven of Clone Wars' score, more specifically from the last four episodes, is fantastic. And yeah. Like, there's the specific character. And they
0: brought, they brought stuff back from that. Yeah. Um, And there's like, one moment where they're on the hill and, like, the little spy droid comes up and it's the it's exact same notes as Darth Maul in Phantom Menace. And I was yeah. just getting chills. Like, oh, No, man, yeah, I so asked good. you at
1: the end of the episode, I was like, are you you picking up on how yeah. much Phantom Menace is actually in that entire episode? Yeah, it was a fair bit. It was you really know? cool. Yeah, like, they open on, you know, there's some, some ship, there's a new Republic ship, and it's like... Yeah, oh, comes it's an in, attack. An attack, attack happens. They kill him, yeah. You know, like, they go onto the ship. And so that's the first scene, yeah.
0: the opening scene. Like, the first thing we really start with in the show is this New Republic captain mm. on his, uh, mm. the Starship First Command time we're Center. seeing a,
1: a big New Republic ship. Yes, well. and, like,
0: their presence in the galaxy and and what Dave is trying to get across with his idea of what the New Republic looks like. And I think, as, you know, the whole point of this show that we're doing now is fixing the sequel trilogy and a lot of the things that are talked about in episode two especially yeah. are things that we've had similar conversations about and we're like, yes, this is exactly what we've been looking for. Yeah, it's it's part of this, you know, like,
1: go back and, and retcon in a, in a way that doesn't delete but fixes, yeah. you know, the content that was made. It's, it's like, you know, what is being made at the moment, if it, if, it, if it is good and if it is actually servicing the universe's story, is like what Clone Wars was to the prequels. Yeah. You know, it
0: kind of helps improve that. Before we get sidetracked too yeah. much, though. Yeah, so, yeah. this first scene, they yep. come and land in, and we see uh, this ex Jedi, now mercenary, with his apprentice. They walk up and they start slicing through these guys. And the first thing that really hits me in the scene is, oh my God, this looks very
1: good. Yeah, the action's good. They're actually showing, this person's been cut by a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. We're going to show that on their body. Yeah, know? no, yeah.
0: you see some like physical damage, but I think beyond that as well, like the costumes, they really stuck to, let's go, traditional rebel costumes mm-hmm. with the yep. goofy ass helmets. Oh. It works. It looks really good. Um, the landing scene, like all the ships and everything, yeah. the CG, the mix of practical and CG, very well yeah, done. Pr-
1: practical uh, alien characters. And then we've got yeah. the Mon Calamari dudes yeah. in
0: there as well. So all of this, I think is just immediately, I'm like, okay, at least they've got the visuals right. The visuals look very, very good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think they just, they, they brought it home pretty pretty good. It instantly kind of just brought me in. Yeah, cool. Uh,
1: so from there, we are, also, we had an opening crawl. We
0: did do that the opening great. crawl. With like red text and scrolling down, similar to the opening crawl of the of the, the films yep. but different enough for yeah. it to really feel like its own thing That's I, cool. it was like uh, but I think the more it kind of played out the more I felt it worked for me I yeah. really enjoyed it yeah it was good
1: um, I'm just trying to think back now and, and people are going to kill me for this I think like the Siege of Mandalore arc, the last arc of Clone Wars also had a crawl
0: uh, I think you're right yeah. no, I'm not the Clone Wars guy so no, no, I don't <laughs> um, but no I thought it worked I thought it was good and it's, it is kind of like Dave Filoni's kind of personal touch and yeah. I think at this point he has had so much of an impact on Star Wars that it's, there is some of these things that he's referencing himself yeah in a, in a sense, in a way of like trying to make his, his brand and his mark on yeah, it. it. And I think it's working.
1: Yeah. So we go from there to this scene where uh, was... we see
0: Ahsoka for the first time in the <laughs> uh, show. Ah,
1: Ahsoka, which is cool. Uh, Ahsoka does her lightsaber spinny thing. She's at this old temple. She gets a map that's, you know, it's a map that leads to Thrawn.
0: So this is where I started getting very frustrated with the show because this whole scene, it wasn't intriguing. There was no real suspense. There isn't the David Fincher rule of like, is it? I think it might be Hitchcock, actually. Hitchcock
1: a... with the gun under the table? Yeah, or, put a ball but, under the uh, like yeah, table right,
0: yeah. uh, and keep people in suspended. I'm like, I don't care about what's happening. I've got no context of what's happening and it's taking a long, fucking time so i was getting really frustrated and there's a couple moments especially in the first episode where we really linger too long on sh- certain shots yeah. but that's fine the map i wasn't sold on immediately because yeah. i'm like what is this fucking mcguffin map in the yeah. middle of nowhere and it's a
1: ball too and i turn to you and i start singing uh come and get your love by Redbone from yeah. guardians of the galaxy <laughs> yeah. um
0: yeah and yeah
1: so they get a map that really allegedly leads to thrawn and ezra
0: yes and i'm like why but I got to give mm-hmm. the show, I got to give it more time to kind of sell me on it because it comes back to that in episode yep. two, of course. Yeah, so it
1: gets away, some droids chase it down, they uh, initiate self-destruct and then it's like, you know, this fucking small atomic bomb scale So my question is, off. the, first,
0: like, the th- first thing I was thinking was uh, IG-88 or IG-11, which one's in Mando? 11. He's going to self-destruct. Yep. Was it, was it anywhere near that level of self-destruction? No. Nah. Because that's nuts. Yeah. They took out a whole, like, yeah. city area with, like, some kind of napalm I bomb. I mean, in
1: the timeline, this is after.
0: So let's just say
1: that they made a fuck-ton of advancements in the last few years. I
0: guess so. It yeah. was pretty wild. I, it, it seemed to me just to exist so, solely so that Ahsoka would have to jump on the ship, which yep. was cool. And then we meet, uh, I actually don't know his name. I don't name, remember his name either. But David Tennant's uh, droid character lightsaber is droid. simply fantastic. Yeah. I think he's my favourite character so far. Maybe he's apart great. from Sabine. Sabine's yeah. really good in this.
1: He's from a really, like, an arc in, I think, season five of Clone Wars that people are like, eh, because it has a lot of Padawans. You
0: guys have been trying to get me to watch this specific episode for a while. Is yeah. the the lightsaber building episode. It is really cool. So his role as this kind of, he's a really great foil to Ahsoka, where he is this embodiment of the old Jedi Order. And Literally. he wants to continue this tradition, even though he's a droid. He doesn't have, like, consciousness or anything. Or he's, I guess he's consciousness, but he's not uh, sentient. Exactly. But he still has this coding and it's driving him to tell Ahsoka, you must be a master and you must take an apprentice. Yeah. And he's so sassy about it that it just makes for really, really fun character yeah. moments. I'm, I'm a really, big fan for of a it. quick sec. Go do, for do it.
1: Do you reckon, so like his programming, do you reckon the file, like, you know, when you upload his programming, do you reckon it's literally just called the Jedi Code?
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got this scene with Ahsoka and we're starting to get her character. I'm getting frustrated again because it's just, it's just so long. Every time there's dialogue, it's yeah. just, it's not... I was. I made the joke to Melo. I'm like, man, like, I wish we had George Lucas still because we have no faster or intensity anymore. He's, there's but, no one around to just yell it at him. Faster or the, more energy. Yeah, exactly. There's no one around to yell at anymore. But So we keep moving, and then we st- oh, we meet Sabine. We're introduced to Sabine uh, in her yeah. introduction. Oh, you know,
1: we get to see uh, Hera and Ahsoka. That's oh, we see, yeah, their see their Rebels, interaction as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sabine. We get to Sabine on Lothal in live action. Lothal in live action is pretty fucking cool. Oh, it's <laughs> great. So it's it's crazy, Bryce, because over the course of Rebels, you see Lothal from the start, and then it turns into this... When the more that the Imperials take it over. Yeah, I
0: remember there was, I saw bits and pieces of
1: it. Yeah, this is Hellscape, nightmare place. And then by the end of it, in in like the, you know, the closing sort of montage shots of season four it's like oh it's beautiful and that's where we pick up
0: yeah no very cool and it reminds us of like Bespin and shots of Alderaan and stuff like that it's like very futuristic like the the utopian society that they kind of want to build with Star Wars like that's what we're trying to head towards and Lothal kind of is embodying that in a bit it's really cool
1: we come to this anniversary of uh, the the date in which uh, Ezra sacrificed himself to free them from the empire uh and Sabine's meant to be there and she takes off yeah now Russ the scene that her taking off on this highway on her speeder is literally a scene from episode one of Rebels.
0: Yeah, no, I it seemed very familiar to yeah. me. And I was I've always thought, why the fuck is this highway so long? It's so silly. <laughs> it's funny, because it leads just to a cell tower and yeah. then to the grass plains beyond. It's just one road that leads into nothing. I've always thought it's very weird, but mm. it, it's a cool visual. Like it's I enjoy like, the visual, it's cool. It's
1: like the city planner's are like, we need this, and they're like, Okay, hey, we've run out of money, we only got so far.
0: <laughs> just... It's just gonna be one road that goes to the entirety of the yeah. planet anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so it's it, it's fun. You get this introduction with Sabine. It didn't. It was a bit silly. It was a bit like animated TV for me, but it was cool and it showed off her punk rock kind of style, yeah. which is the same thing from the show. Yeah, uh, but then also, uh, uh,
1: Legends fans uh, died. They just absolutely melted into their chairs because the E wing starfighter. It's now been canonized in this show. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, for those of you who care about that, good for you. Hope you had fun. Oh, no, um, you had fun. Don't make... I don't, had fun. Yeah, you was you. But I'm not as
0: hardcore as they are. <laughs> they know who they are. God damn it. Yeah. Okay, so... And we're getting this... Like, we're building up a character. We spent a long time with her. She goes back to Ezra's, uh, like, little hut that he li- lived in, the cell tower. Yeah. Uh, and he plays the recording of him just before he died. And we see just, the, like, the tiny version of him from live action. Yeah. Ah, we're going to run out of time. We can't go beat for beat for this show. No, we're getting a lot of introduction, and this is to the point where I was getting at earlier. I was like, this is a lot of context for people yep. who haven't seen any Rebels, and yep. they're just casual Star Wars fans, and they're like, yep. oh, what's this live-action Star Wars show about? Oh, I know Ahsoka from Mando. Yeah, What the fuck is all of this? Yeah. Like, this is a lot of So, right they're, yeah, now. they're
1: really trying to uh, catch people up. There is a bit of, like, in conversation a bit. It's a, it feels a little bit too expositional. There's very much times where uh, it's like, you know... Ahsoka will go to talk to uh, 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 Sabine or go to talk to Hera, yeah. and it's like, I know you're talking to me, the audience. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: you've got to catch you know people up on se- four seasons worth of TV yeah. and character dynamics, yep. and the, they had a lot of experiences with yeah. each other. But
1: then also what they're catching up for everyone, this is for uh, old and new audiences alike, is the fact that uh, Sabine was Ahsoka's apprentice.
0: Yes, which happened all off camera, and yep. I'm fairly certain, oh, already one of our mates who's not a fan of that mm. decision, I think. We haven't talked to him about it yet, but we're yeah. going to. And I imagine that is going to be quite a controversial. The writing decision that they it's, made
1: uh, so far, the most controversial thing I think this show has done for yes. old fans of Rebels. Um, pretty wild. So, yeah, would do we delve into that for a second? or keep going. We'll keep going, just we'll keep going episode, because they you know. they
0: touch on it more in episode two, and I think we can yeah close our thoughts on it. But yeah, yeah
1: cool. so, uh, so they end with so. so uh. Sabine steals the orb, Yes, the orb map thing, like cracks the code on it. So it's like, you know, so uh, Ahsoka <laughs> Which went another to-
0: is another fucking yeah. scene. I was like, this is way too long and not compelling. Yes. Anyway. Sorry,
1: so we have to say why that actually happened. Ahsoka went back, like Hera said, go to Sabine. Sabine is actually like kind of a genius in, in Rebels when it comes to that sort of- I remember she was stuff.
0: like a hacker. I didn't know she was like a full on like, you know, virtuoso.
1: Yeah, yeah, like her, her sort of like um, education when it comes to the arts and culture and history. Yeah. Uh, is to the point where you know, yeah, she can decipher. She's kind her. of a genius. Yeah, pretty much okay. all that old stuff. And then also, you know, like she built, uh she, she built tech for the Empire that they helped to destroy Mandalore. Oh, you know, there's, there's a whole plot there, and she has to overcome. Yeah, I vaguely past remember mistakes. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's yeah. So they go to Sabine and they say, "Here's this map." You know, there's tension between her and Ahsoka. It's, it takes way too long. Let's yep. move away. Yeah, <laughs> she takes the little puzzle sphere yep. and deciphers it, and then of course they send. This mysterious Jedi, ex-Jedi mercenary figure and his apprentice yep. is sent there to take a rap, basically. Yep. And we get that fight scene. Um, very fun fight scene with these uh, droid, like these assassin droids. I'm mm. really digging their design. They're very cool. Uh, very, very good practical stuff. It reminds yep. me of the, uh, the droids from Boston Dynamics. It's
1: oh, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So cool. Nice. <laughs> I
0: think that's yep. probably a design inspiration for them anyway. But yeah, and then, you know, uh, we've got Ahsoka trying to save Sabine. Sabine's fighting off this apprentice, and then she gets stabbed in the gut and dies. And that's the end of her, her character. Yes. Because that's yeah, what took no, her that's Qui-Gon. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets <laughs> stabbed in, in the torso. Yeah. And no one's ever survived. It. And no one's ever survived it, except the Gw- Grand Inquisitor and Kenobi. And then now also Sabine Ren. And Reva.
1: And Do you remember Obi-Wan? The, also the Obi-Wan show Reva. did it twice. Of all the reasons. There's many reasons I hate that show. <laughs> And that's two of them. Look, so, I don't think yeah. it's the
0: most silly thing. I just think they just keep doing it, yeah. and it's so weird. But, but anyway. okay, so she's episode two. She survives.
1: What it yes. implies, though, to us at this point, with how many times that they've done it, yeah. is that the technology just didn't exist.
0: I made the joke. It was yeah, the, yeah. The Jedi Wind Foundation Fenton. for lightsaber wounds yeah. was yeah. started after Qui Gon died, yeah. and that's and now it's just a universal kind of medicine everyone has. Yeah.
1: Do you reckon Bill Gates still runs that even in this universe? Uh, yeah. It's a charity organization. <laughs> Let's <you know>? just.
0: <laughs> we've got to, We've got such little time. We've got to try and crank through it. So yeah. that's episode one. I, again, my biggest criticism is just the pacing of each scene. The dialogue has no energy and no, like, drive. There's nothing compelling it. It's an hour long. It could have been 45 if you just cut. The dialogue yeah. a bit shorter. Good yeah. lord!
1: I mean, theory with that, it's like every 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 slow scene gives your brain a chance to catch up on how much. you If you're a new new person coming into this fresh, just got dumped on you in the previous scene.
0: I guess so. You know, I uh, guess yeah. so. I don't know. I don't really see it. I just felt very bored a lot. Um, but maybe maybe that's true because I yeah. I was pretty much across most of everything that's happening. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't mind it as much as you. Um, let's give it a score and move on. Sure thing. I like doing uh, out of fives, so I'm going to give this one a solid three out of five. Cool.
1: I like giving uh out of tens so i give it a (laughs) 6.5
0: See, that's the worst thing I've ever heard because that's out of 20 you monster what yeah that's the worst
1: thing I've ever heard well actually technically it's out of 100 I give it a 65 out of 100 (laughs) okay
0: let's go bigger no absolutely (laughs) Absolutely not (laughs) so that was it was a good episode yeah those are my major criticisms but I think visual direction is fantastic it looks so good the cgi and the practical really works the music really works I think all the technical stuff is really working for me um, the 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 contacts are still weird and are never going to be not weird. Uh, Hera with Hera and also with the Soika. I'm bra-
1: I'm, I think it was brave, and I'm glad they went for it.
0: I think I'm glad they went for it as well. Yes. They've you know, but they've been trying to stick the landing on these practical like animated characters being brought into live action. And yeah. I thought Hera really worked.
1: How much time have we got? Can I make a joke? You can make a joke. Um, d- yeah. Do you reckon that when they were performing these scenes, right, uh, they had to speak really loudly because both of their ears are covered. <laughs>
0: I mean, probably. Yeah. And it kind of worked uh, in episode two because they're on a cart mm. and they're in a loud factory and they're yeah. kind of like yelling at each other. A bit. What? The Jedi? What are you... <laughs> um it was good. Episode two. Episode two, I enjoyed significantly more. So yeah. we start basically, I think, with Sabine uh and recovering the, yeah. recovering or maybe before that like the evil characters are like oh my evil scheme yes yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they fly onto that planet with, like, the, red yeah, with stuff, the red trees and stuff and we see yeah. the the stone kind of looking thing yeah which comes up later and yep. i think is very cool it but, is cool yeah and sabine and ahsoka they're arguing they hack into the droid and they get the the information about Corellia where the droid was before and yeah like, so okay, there was let's... a droid
1: that she fought and and they were like oh uh, you know do we have anything about the map and he uh yeah, memorized it. So, yeah, it leads us to Corellia. And that
0: takes us to Corellia. And then we get to see the Phantom, which I am not super familiar with. I know the Ghost from Rebels, but not the Phantom.
1: the Ghost is a big big old big ship, and the Ghost always had the Phantom, the little, you know, ship that they could go go around side missions with. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: And Chopper is sitting in that. We see Chopper for the first time, which is fantastic.
1: Nice to see him. First time since Rogue One.
0: And so we get this plot arc with uh, uh, Hera and ahsoka and they're investigating this karelian scrapyard yeah and we get this really really fantastic exposition it's a little bit on the nose oh very much and so, obviously though. i think my, my my biggest issue is that hero would already know this she yeah. would already know this information so yeah. it was getting exposited to her but it was really to us the audience and I, but the actual information itself very good it's yeah. like how many of these people working here are actually imperials I'm like, or ex-imperials? No, no no look they're, they're loyal like, to all the all dollar yeah. yeah they're loyal to the dollar but it's yeah. like yeah all of them are ex-imperials yeah. of course they are all of them were Every worker was mm. because the empire had everything. So we can't just get new people because there isn't any new people. Yeah, there is no one who isn't ex-imperial who can work in these yeah. scrapyards. And it's funny because it's like Hera at one point says, it's like when was the last time,
1: you know, like surely, or, like someone's talking about like surely this was you know people checking on this people people are monitoring this." Maybe. I don't know. You know, like, I thought it was fuck, really good. A little bit of incompetence there. And you can definitely
0: see, you know, uh, shades of what was discussed in Mandalorian Season 3. I That was my least favorite episode of Season 3 was when they were on Coruscant with the Doctor. Oh, right,
1: yeah. But still. And they were Operation scene, Paperclipping
0: yeah. these people into society. Yep. Similar thing here, but just more in the industrial kind of, you know, manual labor kind of area. Yeah, so yeah, we get
1: to see that on Gorilla, Yeah, which we used to build Star Destroyers, that they're repurposing yeah. it.
0: And we, have, we both part for it because they're like, oh, yeah, Solo. Yeah. like because yeah, in the, the background scene, there, it's solo. like a... There's the frame of a Star Destroyer. Exactly, yeah. No, yeah. it was very cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... And we get that scene, and they're very sus about it. What else is happening in the other, like, the bee story uh, so, uh, The villains. The villains are, like, plotting. <laughs> That's it. They'd be plotting. They'd be uh, plotting. Uh, no, and, and
1: um, Sabine and the droid. They're uh, so having their kind of He's basically, like, yeah. goading her into, you know... So, so the basically, for the audience, uh, as we find out more in Episode 2, yes. uh, Ahsoka quit on Sabine because they just didn't gel. They, they're they're both very, very stubborn, stubborn similar. people. Yeah. They're
0: similar in a way that it's like two negatives yeah. and they butt up against each other and it just doesn't. It's not working. There's yeah. too much friction there. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting character dynamic to dive yeah. into. And I believe it just seeing them on screen. Yeah. There, there's a lot of really good character work, uh, especially done in episode two, when you're getting more of Sabine and her snarkiness and mm. how like her stubborn and confident she is, which yeah. is so much shades of Ahsoka in Clone Wars or everything I've seen and heard of Ahsoka yeah. from that show. Very much similarities there yeah. in to, in their characters, and it's interesting seeing Ahsoka because she's supposed to be a Jedi Master. She's supposed to be wise, but she's mm. still so stubborn. Yeah. Well, she's supposed
1: to be, you know, a, a Jedi Master ish, like a, more like a, like a grey Jedi, because she still rejected it. You know, even yeah. the last time we saw her with with Luke in in Book of Boba Fett, um, you know, she's still not really. To all me, it seems involves, she's you know? she's
0: a character who believes that she has learned everything she needs to know. She yeah. has all the wisdom that she believes that she needs to yeah. go about her life and yeah, she like, in the galaxy. She's
1: like you know, if Qui Gon had still wanted to be a Jedi outside of the order had he survived, you know, yeah. would have got, got, been like that.
0: Uh, oh, quick thing. We skipped over a uh,
1: Balin. We find out in episode one, that Balin was a Jedi in the time of the Republic. That's yes. Obvious. And that's
0: where his uh, lightsaber comes from. Cause yeah. the, uh, our friendly David Tenetroid droid investigated his lightsaber. Healed. God, I love him. Yeah. And it's, it's Sabine and he, yeah. who are arguing and bickering back and forth. They have this really great exchange looking out into the, the skyline of the, the, the fall city. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely goading her, as yeah. you said, into, uh, trying to go back to training with ahsoka and it's a very great dynamic and i'm i that's like probably my favorite part of the episode and that's yeah. really working for me that's good uh and then back on Corellia, uh yeah so they go investigate what things are going on and they're up in like
1: this you know this sort of like Control supervisors yeah, yeah overlooking thing and be like that's a superstar destroyer hyperdrive unit cool what do you need that for? No, nothing yeah nothing's been commissioned to repurpose that for and he's like oh <laughs> it's classified that's classified i'm a fucking general
0: yeah yeah but it's classified to a general yeah but i'm a general uh <laughs> very 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 fun and i didn't actually think it would go this direction but they really paid off that earlier scene of like on these all ex-imperials yeah but they uh, they love the money no there's some straight up like there's <laughs> some people who still believe yeah. in the empire and so they kill them all and so they murk them as you should <laughs> yeah fuck you imperials really great action scene and then ahsoka pulls out a double-bladed lightsaber and shh fucking destroy the, out the window. window so fucking yeah. awesome and she jumps down and then we get the Inquisitor in this Wicked Knight armor as oh there was an Inquisitor by the way
1: we've never up until this point <laughs> but fine. there's an Inquisitor in the show Yeah,
0: this is kind of how the show did it anyway just threw him in there Yeah. and so the ship is taking off and Hera is chasing the ship yep. and he's trying to get a tracker on it with Chopper yep. and then we get the other yep. action piece with Ahsoka fighting
1: dude that is the whole bit with like them flying after the ship and Chopper's searching through his oh toolbox God, so just trying to find the fucking track. That is so Rebels. It's fantastic. Like, that's great. And
0: there's a reason those characters were so popular and so beloved. It's yeah. just, it just really works. And they translated it really well to screen. And I'm yeah. very impressed yeah. uh, with that, that sequence. And then the Ahsoka fight sequence. It's just really fun. It is. It's not, like, the most impressive choreography I've ever seen. But it is fun and engaging. And it kept yeah. me in the moment. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't fall out of it. There's some scenes in Mando and Boba Fett where I'm like, oh, this action
1: yeah. sucks. But from the last time that we saw... Uh, Rosario Dawson fight with all of her, you know, costume making stuff as a I think it's much better. Yes, they've yeah. definitely
0: improved. I think they've figured out some better ways to get around that. Yeah, kind and also of prosthetic- I think handicap
1: yeah the leku her her you know head tails yeah look better this time too
0: yeah i think they look great i never really had a problem with it originally but i think they're looking really good yeah. um so i really enjoyed this kind of uh it f- i really enjoyed that they released episode one and two together yep. i usually it's a smart decision and here it was also a very smart decision yeah. you get part one of the story in part two and because there is so much context i think it really yeah was important that they did that
1: and what it really rounds out here and i can maybe this is part of the reason why they did it is it it it's 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 the character story with getting you know our master and our apprentice getting ahsoka and sabine back together yeah that's where we leave off at the end of that episode episode two
0: now we've got a couple minutes at the end of the show overall i really enjoyed uh, episode two i thought it was much better directed a lot quicker with the pacing and like the dialogue and those those character moments just it's just episode one but better in terms of uh, directing style yeah um and all those technical elements are still coming home strong for me. I'm very much enjoying it. This one's a solid four, I think, for me, if we're going to rank so them. Solid
1: four, four, five, five, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm closer to, yeah, like an eight. Out
0: of and five. this, uh, oh, we end on as well, or somewhere in the episode, they have this big dome and they see this galactic map points off into another galaxy. Yes. Which, so, yeah, we go me, back to the red tree planet. screams yeah. of, like, Thrawn's story in the extended universe, which is, Ed, the Empire you talk about. Yeah. And I know there's this thing called the Yuzang Vong. It's like a race of aliens from another yeah, galaxy. Yeah, but they, their whole thing is they come into the Star Wars galaxy from another galaxy yes. to attack. So and it's for, interesting how Dave is trying to tie those... It seems like he's trying to tie those concepts together in a way. So it's, it's, it's really interesting.
1: A little bit. Like, it's very hard to try and... You know, they brought back Thrawn already in Rebels. But to say that then we're going to bring back Thorn, Thrawn in the time post-Return of the Jedi. It's really hard to look at your audience, your loyal fans of 30 plus years of this character existing, and to say to them, we're going to ignore
0: everything. Because yeah. they're not going to ignore everything. It's It's tricky trying to adapt so much of this, like, extensive amounts of world building yeah. into live action and do it in a way that satisfies longtime fans and new fans as well. I feel like the direction the show has taken at the start has given me a lot of promise for how it's going to tie together, especially the choice to make Sabine a Jedi Padawan and have Ahsoka train her. It is contentious, and it is weird for it to come out of nowhere, but I don't know how else you could have had Ahsoka have a story without forcing uh, her to change through training someone else. I'm
1: glad we left off this till the end, because I I don't want to talk about it too much. As a a Rebels fan, to see this is like, Okay, I can see in the context of this show why they've done it. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of the easy answer. Fair enough. I you know I don't I don't really like that they've now made her a Jedi, but it is what it is. I'm just going to move forward. The show's going to move forward. So
0: yeah, I'm uh, being less attached to Rebels. I'm definitely more in support of that decision yeah. because it's how would you challenge Ahsoka? How would you have her have her own story without mm-hmm. having the contrast yeah. of another person's story? Yeah, to and and what
1: of. people are going to then say is just like they can just go on a mission together, but it's like this. You know, like as we said, this first two episodes is telling their character story and their, you know, their whole backstory to then being like, you know, let's yeah, get fuse them back yeah, together. Yeah, to really this, set it up for the rest of the show. And you know, that's that's what's going to drive it. So it is
0: going to be the driving force of the show, like their character story and their interactions and and the the tension between yeah. the two. of them. And if they just get along, I'm sorry, that's boring. You know, you know that's <laughs> you,
1: you, that's the whole thing in, yeah. in writing. You, you never let your
0: characters. Nah, they're going to be uh, conflict somewhere. Enjoy life, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I thought uh, so much of what the show is doing is really working for me. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, I don't know. Any other final thoughts? You got anything else you want to chat? Uh, No, just that like from these first two episodes,
1: I'm really optimistic for where this is going to
0: go. I came in very hard in the, the, before we started watching the show, I was like, I am not keen for this at all. I hadn't enjoyed any of the promotional stuff they'd put up. I thought, and then after having Mando season three come out, I was very down on Star Wars properties as a whole. Mm. Um, Outside of anything, like, andor, Andor, (laughs) The the absolute fucking outlier. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, that was where I was coming to the show from, and I'm very happy to say that I've been turned around on it, I'm very excited for next week's episode on Wednesday, where you'll catch the two of us here talking more Ahsoka, because we're going to be doing this every week. This has been our first episode, our first live recorded kind of thing we've done on this channel, so I hope you've enjoyed it, if you've been watching, if you've been listening. But, yeah, until next week, this has been Fixing the Sequel Trilogy, and may the Force be with you.